right, good morning, Tampa folk. Welcome to Tampa Talk. This is your weekly roundup of all things Tampa. I'm John. And I'm Dahlia. And this is Tampa Talk. So what are we talking about? Well, I think we have to lead with the unfortunate news that the Lightning did, in fact, lose game four. Yeah, after scoring in like the first... 36 seconds. Did you see that? I, I, yeah, he opened up the game 36 seconds in, scored, and then, so yeah, we got a game tomorrow night, I guess, eight o'clock. <laughs> Tonight, actually, for when this comes out, whatever, we recorded day early. It is what it is. Uh, 8 p.m. tonight, um, Friday night. Yeah, and some other uh, Tampa sports news. Gronkowski has announced that he is retiring. Um, not to say that I don't believe him, but with can't trust uh, these announcements so much after Tom Brady. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. They like to play games, man, in New England folks. So, uh, yeah, uh, fingers crossed for the Lightning um, in tonight's game. And hopefully the the Bucks still get to live their legacy even without Gronkowski on the team. Um, so other things in the news, uh, the affordable housing project of the city of Tampa, they unveiled their first out of 17 houses that they're going to make available this year um, with 10,000 to come by 2027 is the is the goal. And so I thought it's pretty cool that they're doing this. Um, you're going to basically need to have an income under 65, roughly $65,000 for a family of four in order to qualify to purchase these homes. And they're going to be three beds, two baths all across um, the city of Tampa. And specifically these 17 homes that they are already in the process of building um, run, are being built on vacant lots that the city actually donated to developers and nonprofits. And so great to see um, kind of the, the city putting some efforts behind really creating affordable options for people in Tampa as, you know, the city continues to just. Oh, it's yeah. Wildly, wildly needed. And even the prices that these are at being called affordable housing. I mean, mm-hmm. it is what it is. It is as attainable as can be here for homeownership. Yeah. But, and I think um, that that income value is really going to be what differentiates them because, you know, people yep. with more money can't just benefit from these low costs. Yep, that's or right. low costs from a national level, maybe not from a... Oh, yeah, because they'd be getting scooped up right and left if these were just on the open market. Right, right, exactly. So I think that may be the measure in place. Um, some other really cool things that happened... This past weekend, with the celebration of Juneteenth, um, Tampa created uh, or Tampa held for the third time the raising of the Juneteenth flag. And so I thought this was actually a new flag, but uh, it looks like it was made in 1997. And so the the design has been around for a little bit, but this is our third year raising that in order to commemorate the 1865 um news being brought of freedom to the state of texas yeah not necessarily a new flag but it is i mean just a few years old of a tradition but a new tradition for tampa that's uh really cool to see yeah and it was kind of i saw uh, a few other cities around the around the nation are are kind of following that same suit Mm -hmm. and honoring people in this way so good to see um next weekend so not this weekend but next weekend we have our july 4th weekend coming up Mm. and so there's lots of different events around the tampa bay area to see some fireworks whether you're looking for a day picnic in tarpon springs or your traditional fireworks big boom um just on the tampa bay river so Make sure you check out the article linked in Word on the Streets, um, which if you're not subscribed, wordonthestreets.xyz. And we have a really good article that lists like dozens of different events going on around the Tampa Bay area uh, next weekend. 
I love it. I do want to give one uh, final um, kind of plug here. Maybe not a final plug, but I do want to plug our... Um, we are releasing again this week. We're going to let another episode come out uh, for free. Um, but this is a show uh, called What's the Word, where we kind of talk to and interview folks on the streets or from around Tampa, around some of the work that we're doing, just kind of getting you know, a better glimpse of word on the streets. And so what's the word this week? Uh, we're releasing an episode of conversation we have with this man pops that we know from out at, uh, kind of the university area. Um, this guy has just an incredible story. So I really want to encourage you guys to check that out. It is available for free. Um, but these will be available for our paid, uh, subscription members for uh, word on the streets. And so just want to encourage you to, uh, consider supporting the show and, um, getting a paid subscription. And this is one of the uh, perks that we are making available um, to our paid subscribers. But it's free to all of you to sample this week. Yep. So you can find that on wordonthestreets.xyz under the What's the Word podcast. So speaking of Word on the Streets, uh, we also shared some new articles this week. Um, John, I saw your one on uh, reflecting on ruins. And I personally really liked it. Um, one of the most kind of powerful experiences I've ever had at a kind of historical site was at the Roman room, ruins in mm -hmm. Rome. And then that preceded the um, me seeing the Colosseum and just... I want to go there so bad. Oh my God, it's so cool. Like it, like I said, it's the most powerful historical experience I've had. Yeah. It's up there with like Alcatraz and... It's a dream. Just all these crazy things because, you know, people fought to the death and barbarians came through and burned it to the ground. And it's just really telling as to kind of the flaws of humanity and um, kind of a warning to maybe how we act in the modern day. Yeah, so that that post is actually something I wrote mm, almost a decade ago. I didn't write it as a post. I actually I worked on a book. Um, years ago i wrote about 10 chapters they're mostly written that i made a major error in without like keeping track of all the footnotes and was like oh, i don't know if that i'm gonna go back and do that work and release this but i was reading over the introduction which is a reflection on ruins the book is called ruined and um i just love this kind of reflection and so i will see i'm gonna read ahead and maybe we'll release a few sections from that but this post is just the very opening section of the introduction to what was supposed to be that book. But since I never let it out, maybe we'll just publish it here. Uh, yeah. So, hey, so there sounds you go. Great. But yeah, it was uh, it was really cool to revisit. And I mean, there's so much that uh, and one of the central pieces of it, I'll just share here for, to kind of tease out those of you to read it. Um, it it really reflects on like how archaeologists, when they go to learn about ancient civilizations or they dig into ruins, there's a lot we can learn about the remains, what remains, what lasts. But one of the things that's really interesting is the importance of the garbage in terms of understanding who people are. If they can find their trash pit, they can learn a tremendous amount. And it's funny because I'm like, yeah, if you saw someone digging through your trash outside your house, you'd feel pretty exposed and vulnerable. And it just led me to kind of ask some questions about like what what does our waste and trash and what are we what are we building that's going to be left behind and what will it say about us and just wanted to leave readers with a point of reflection as they are pedestrian this week and uh, walk take walks or ride bikes as you kind of reflect on your everyday decisions and so uh, yeah it was a good one 
Yeah, and this might not be the most intelligent comment, but uh, it makes me think about the work that we do. And, you know, we're kind of just trash pickers, like whether it be um, bikes that we get donated that would have otherwise ended up in the landfill that we recycle and repurpose or whether it be food waste. And I mean, we're not literally getting our food from dumpsters, but would have ended up there um, without these kind of distribution channels. And, you know, even the the work of Wellfed, Chris, one of the women who co-founded it, um, her first story is just going around the, the, the curb of, you know, homes out in West Chase and collecting it all and shipping it out to, to Brazil. So, uh, yeah, it just speaks a lot to, like I said, we're just trash pickers at the end well, of the day. I think it's, I think that's exactly right. At the heart of a lot of what we do and even our core values is like the kind of the statement that it's only waste because we waste it. And there's so many things that we do not see, we do not properly value. And, you know, in many ways, I think that's true of the neighbors that are not valued properly and we want to mm-hmm. proclaim their value or the things that get wasted and we want to proclaim its value. And so, yeah, I think that that is a theme that runs through a, a, a lot of our work and why it is a bit of a foreshadow of some of the things that I try to get into in that book. And even talking about it now, I'm feeling like maybe I should go ahead and do that homework at some point. Uh, but for now, I'm going to share it uh, on Word on the Streets. Yeah, awesome. Another thing you shared on Word on the Streets was uh, non-fungible tickets. And so you went to VCon just a few weeks ago. Uh, why don't you share a little bit about how you got into that? Yeah, actually, well, you know, I was a, I've been a longtime fan of Gary Vaynerchuk, and he released V Friends, and so I actually did kind of buy in a token with an early V friend kind of at mint with uh, those have done really well, but I also um, applied for what was called the sorcerer scholarship. So there were five tokens that you could not purchase. You had to be applied for. And, and with that token comes access to um, a kind of a mentorship process with Gary and then access to a certain number of hours of access to his professional network. We've already had a tremendous amount of, amazing access we talked to like the president of vayner nft we talked to the vcr group with this uh nft restaurant thing that they're launching the fly fish club in uh in new york um but those those v friends um then are they they then airdropped every holder of a v friend a nft another nft um that is a both a collectible it is a, a a piece of art um that the art is you know, it, it, it's this guy, Snowfro, who's kind of the CEO and founder of Art Blocks, collaborated with Gary, put out this like NFT ticket. And then that ticket, uh, I just, it blew my mind. So then you, they put out an app for VCon and you download the app on your phone, you connect your wallet that has that NFT in it. And then be, and then it shows that ticket. And when you come up to the gate, you hit it and it'll give you like a 15 second QR code that you can use to scan yourself in. But you've already programmed that in with your information. You show your ID. And as I did it, I thought, man, what a crazy innovation this is that they're figuring this out. Um, but it also just felt like an inevitable solution to... You know, we use QR codes to get into concerts now, but like I've actually hated that. People like my wife hates that. She likes to collect ticket stubs. Well, now you have the collectible aspect, Mm -hmm. these on-chain assets that they can actually add value to their collectible artwork, but at the same time generate these uh, momentary 
kind of QR codes for access to events and things like that that they were able to do over a multi-day event. It, it, it blew me away in terms of just how efficient and good it worked already as like a first iteration of it. And I go, man, this is going to be a big deal of how ticketing is done uh, in the future. And I just go, what, a, what an incredible and uh, immediate use case uh, for NFTs. So yeah, I was really impressed with that. No, that's awesome. Well, I think uh, we've talked about the past and then a bit about the future. So uh, hopefully you guys all enjoy the different events happening in Tampa Bay this um, weekend and next. And, you know, know a little bit more about what's going on and what we're talking about here at Tampa Talk. Awesome. Y'all be good out there.